program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Long Beach Police calling all cars. Attention all cars of broadcast 68. The bank holdup. Suspect age 42. Height 6 feet. Weight 200 pounds. Red hair. Light accent. This man is armed. Watch your step, boys. That is all.
Now, all of you lie down on the floor. <laughs> That's all right. You don't have to hold your breath. But don't make any noise. You. You in the gray suit. Come here. Come here. Close the cage door. Now, get to work on this combination. But uh, come on, come on. I know you know it. I've seen you work it a couple of times. Now open it up. Come on, snap into it. What's the matter? You're losing your nerve? Here. Here's a nice fat cigar. Pop on that. Throw some smoke into you. Get your nerve up or I'll blow some smoke through you. Get back there in that cage. Get down on the floor and stay there. You remember, while I'm emptying this safe, I've got my gun right on you. Wait a minute, not all at once. 
You, ma'am, can you describe this man? Yes. He was a big fella, and, and I was just standing at Mr. Martin's window getting some shopping money. They're running his trail down to Martin. Yes, yes. My wife told me all about that this morning. Now, what did the man look like? Oh, oh yes, of course, he was a big man, about you. Yes, I heard you. And, and he had red hair. And he said that the police would never get him alive. Big man, red hair, said the police would never get him alive, huh? I think I know this fellow. Now, let me get a look at that face. Say, who smoked this cigar? Hey, why, uh, I did. He, uh, stuck it in my mouth. Who stuck it in your mouth? Oh, the, the, the robber uh, told me to uh, smoke it and uh, get up my nerves to open the safe. And you smoked it? Yes, and then uh, after I opened the safe, he uh, pushed me back into the cage. I just the cigar fell out of my, out of my mouth. Did he get you this cigar? Yeah, uh, stuck it in my mouth. Oh, uh, most of flora. What are you wrapping that dirty thing up for, Sergeant? Yeah, you never can tell what might be important, ma'am. Fingerprints here. Uh, oh, no, no. He, uh, he wore uh, gloves. Sure, but he got smart once too often. The lone wolf has left a clue. Yeah, yeah, but there are probably a thousand men in Long Beach who smoke the uh, same kind of cigars. Sure, but you never can tell. This cigar butt might lead me to the right one. Back in headquarters, McCullen checked up with Detective E.L. Woodruff. Well, Joe, what did you discover? Well, he stopped every highway and streetcar line out of town, would he? Convinced he didn't get out of Long Beach. Well, I know who he is. You? Yep. He's the guy we call the Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf? Sure. That bird has been holding up all these banks. The guy that always boasts he won't be taken alive. Sure, I remember the guy. He described as a big guy with red hair. Yeah, that's the one. He thought we could knock him over. He's wanted all of them down the coast. Yeah, I know he is. I got a hunch about him. Yeah, what's that? Well, you've bottled up the highways and the streetcar lines out of town. He hasn't left, has he? Oh, sure of that. Okay, then he's still in town. Yeah, but where? That's where my hunch comes in. I think he's hiding in some rooming house right near the bank. Why? Oh, I don't know why, but that's the way I feel about it. You want to look over the neighborhood with me? Sure. Come on. Well, this street's as good as any to start on. The bank's there on the corner. First house here has room for rent sign in the window. I'll go in there, Woody, and you start on the other side of the street. If either of us gets a bite, we'll let the other one know. Okay? Okay. Good luck. What is it? You rent room? Yes, I have one for rent. Does a big man with red hair room with you? No. Why? Well, do you know of a big man with red hair in the neighborhood? Why do you ask? Well, he's a friend of mine. Well, he's not here. Uh, thank you very much. Yes? You a rumor who speaks an accent and has red hair? Say, I'm 100% American. I wouldn't rent a room to no foreigner. Oh, no, 
charges as he said. What are you angry with this? Oh, no, you don't understand. Oh, you better let him go, Mac. I can hear you all the way across the street. Okay. So long, Pop. Uh, where, where are you going, Charlie? I'll let you look at that big thing. Uh, no. Gentlemen? Naturally. You will keep this confidential. As far as duty permits. 
As you can see, I have no connection with any investigation you're making. And it's, it's a personal matter, a very personal matter. Nevertheless, I must insist you tell me what this key opens. This is the key to the apartment of a friend of my husband, who has become a very good friend of mine. I couldn't help it. It just happened. Since my husband, well, as you know, it would make me terribly jealous. He might, he might do anything to me. And he's a friend of ours. I see. Well, Mrs. Stanley, that's your problem, not ours. And certainly we haven't the time to interfere in your domestic problem. Oh, thank you. I trust you'll forgive our detaining you. Of course. I may go, then. Very shortly. The matron will make you comfortable. But why? Just a routine matter of checking up on your identity. Oh. Uh, take Mrs. Stanley away, Mrs. Sullivan. Oh, but, but... And treat her with every consideration. Yes, sir. But you said... It'll only be a matter of a couple of hours, Mrs. Stanley. Oh, but you mustn't. You can't. Come along, ma'am, and quietly, please. Yeah, you crazy, Max. It's all a plausible story. Yeah, too plausible. I'm going to check up on it. That's what she meant. Everything else she told me may have been the truth, but she lied once. And when was that? When she said she was French. Her accent is Russian. That doesn't prove anything. Yeah, maybe not. But our big man with the red hair had an accent, and he smoked an Osaflora cigars. This woman has an accent, and she carried a box of an Osaflora cigars in her bag and a key in her shoe. Come on, Woody. Hey. What are we going to do now? We're going to try to find the hotel this key belongs to. You may spend a couple of years trying to do that. Okay, but partner, there's something smelly in this case besides the brand of cigars. Come on. At rooming houses, at small hotels, at large hotels, at locksmiths and hardware stores, the two detectives inquire for information regarding the mysterious key. The day slowly passes in futile, fruitless searching. And then, early in the evening, discouraged, they enter a small hotel on the pike. Yes, sir, gentlemen. Like a nice room looking out over the ocean? No, not tonight. We're from orders. Oh, I see. Well, what can I do for you? Do you use a key like this here? No. No, our keys have metal tags on them like this, see? Well, have you any idea where this key might come from? Let me look at it. Oh, sure, I know where it's from. You do? Where? Why, the beach house of Redondo. I worked there last summer. That's one of their keys. The beach house of Redondo, huh? Okay, buddy, thanks. Come on, Woody. Accelerated to the floor, siren open wide, McClellan and Woodruff creek northward to Redondo Beach. At the beach house, they interview the manager. Is uh, this one of your keys? Yeah, why? Who's it belong to? What do you want to know for? Who are you? McClellan of the Long Beach Police Department. Well, you must be on the wrong track. Folks who occupy that room aren't the kind of people police are looking for. Well, who does occupy the room? And his wife by the name of Domchinsky. Domchinsky, huh? Russian? Uh, might be, I guess. Do they have an accent? Yeah, I think they do. Well, you see, Woody, it all fits. Yeah, so far. Well, they're fine people. The man's a musician. Plays a violin. Yeah, just in New York on a vacation. Well, the story changes. They're from New York this time, Woody. Are these people in? No, I don't know. Uh, ring their room. If they answer, give them some alibi. Say you made a mistake or something. But look here, these folks are on the level. Ring their room. We haven't any time to waste. Oh, very well. No answer. We'll go up. Now look here, I object to my guests being annoyed. Now listen, you've been in this game long enough to know better than to interfere with the police investigation. You sit tight, and if these people come in, you ring us and let us know. Oh, very well. Is the elevator running? Yeah. Well, looks pretty good, Woody. Yeah, but I'm not convinced yet. 
I don't believe in circumstantial evidence. Hang too many innocent people. Yeah, now, hold your horses, partner. You can never tell what sort of evidence we might turn up. Well, here we are. Well, where's 717? Right here, across the hall. Fine. You hear anything? No. Yeah. Get your gun out and let's go visiting then. Right. I open the door, you cover the room, and I'll snap on the light. Right. Nobody home. Now, let's take a look around. Nothing in this drawer with some playing cards. Here's a violin case and a table. Open it up. Anything in it? Nothing but a violin. What'd you expect to find, a harp? Hey, what's the big idea? I'd just seen if I could play it. These things aren't strung like ukulele. No, I wouldn't know. Hey, take a look in that closet, will you? Yeah. Not a clothes. A pair of shoes. Hey, what's this on the shelf? It's like a hat box to me. He's still my quivering hunt. Hey, can you reach it, Woody? No. You're a little taller. You try it. Oh, it's a mighty high closet. you got to stretch up here. Hey, look out, Mac. It's falling. Well, Woody, yeah. what do you think of my hunt now? I guess you're right. As though this was the entire hole from the bank. Now, let's count it. Here's 500. Yeah, here's three packages of $1,000 apiece. The bank's wrapper's still on them. Yeah. Let's see. And four more. And 15, 20, 22, 22,500, 23. Yeah, here's six grand more. That's it. Every penny of it. $29,000. Yeah, but we haven't got the lone wolf yet. If our luck lasts, we will. Let's go. out on this spot. Well, the boys here in Redondo Beach will help us on that. You got that dough? Right here under my arm. Well, now maybe this wise guy will believe us. Well, boys, any luck? Yeah. $29,000 worth. What? Yeah, stones for Long Beach Bank today. Yeah, stick it in your safe. Why, I can't understand. Why, Mr. Domzinski seems to be such a... Yeah, I know. They usually do. Any mail in his box? Yeah, yeah, a letter came for him today. Let me see it. There you are. Oh, Igor Domshinsky. Been sent to an address in Huntington Park and forwarded here. Uh-huh. Anything important, Mac? No, but apparently our man's a good friend of the people in Huntington Park. This bird that's writing the letter sends best regards to Rudolph and his family. Yeah, our next call's in Huntington Park, then. Right. Hey, what do you want me to do with this money? Uh, keep it in your safe. We'll be back for it. And if Domshinsky comes in, uh, don't say anything about us being here. In a few minutes, some officers will be here to wait for him. Yeah, very well. But I can't believe that the fine man accused us an officer. Again, the two officers scream through the night in their high-powered police car. And as they decimate the distance separating Redondo Beach and Huntington Park, Chief Yancey of Long Beach and the shotgun squad, warned by McClellan, is also heading for the Huntington Park address. It is close to midnight when the two officers quietly approach the house. An old man is seated, breathing in the front room. McClellan taps gently at the door, fearing to sound a general alarm by ringing the bell. A moment later, the old man answers the door. Is Mr. Domsinski here? Right. Yeah. But he's asleep. 
We're police officers. Police officers, Miles. The house is surrounded. It does not make any noise. But what do the police want with my friend Gregor? Your friend Gregor is a notorious bank robber. Oh, there must be some mistake. I'm sure he isn't a man. Well, we're positive he is. A room, Jim. Right at the head of the stairs. Let's go, boys. And be ready for anything. This guy's tough. Hey, the door's open. Yeah. There he is. The moon shining right across the bed. Turn on the light. Come on, Dalkowski. Wake up. Uh, uh, You're under arrest. Why, who? Keep your hands away from that fellow. I'll empty this shotgun into you. Step the cuffs on him, Tom. Uh, all right. Forgot me. What's the got under the pillow, Woody? Frederick Lindsley bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company. <laughs> <laughs> 